welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, Aidy. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them. And we can tell you how not to adult. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hello, hello. Uh, we hope you had a great week. And the weekend's finally here. Yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, as mentioned last week, this week is about FOMO. But before anything else, what exactly is FOMO? Well, for starters, FOMO is the acronym for Fear of Missing Out. It's basically feeling left out of the latest trends, experiences, events, and craze. And I can say with confidence that teens and most adults have actually experienced this at least once or twice or even more times in their lifetime. And when FOMO starts to consume your life, that's when you may have a problem. Mm-hmm. So I actually read that FOMO was first coined back in 2004, uh, which coincidentally is also the year Facebook was released. Wow. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know, social media and FOMO, although not entirely mutually exclusive, sometimes do go hand-in-hand and are closely associated. Yeah, no one can deny that thanks to social media and the continuous advancements in technology, FOMO has definitely increased in recent times. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this question. Do you have this inclination to always stay connected with what others are doing? And do you feel some sort of sadness when you can't seem to follow a trend or join in on the hype? For the veteran listeners, you know the drill. And for the new ones, welcome aboard. Join us for this episode as we talk about how it is okay to miss out on things sometimes and how to avoid the stress and worry of feeling left out. And listen to us tell you how not to suffer from FOMO. Before anything else, like for any other episodes we do, this is me again stating a disclaimer that we do not claim to be experts when it comes to any of the topics we're talking about. We are basically sharing our experiences so that others won't have to make the same mistakes we did and can actually learn from our encounters. Now that that's over, let's move on to our topic. So, FOMO is, well, the impression of being left out that we feel it as a threat, therefore creating stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Experts even say that adolescents and young adults are usually the age group particularly susceptible to the effects of FOMO. True. And for me, the way I understand it, FOMO usually happens whenever we feel that we miss out on something important or seems important to most people, and we are just drawn to agreeing. You know, yung feeling na wala lang naman talaga sa'yo, but since others have strong feelings about it, nadadala tayo with how they feel. Am I making sense? Yeah, you're making sense. And <laughs> uh, I guess it also stems from the feeling that if we were to not agree with a common concept, we wouldn't fit in. Mm-hmm. And if hindi tayo nakakasabay sa uso, something feels off or missing, which is more of an illusion we made up. Uh, which brings us to our first unsolicited advice for how not to suffer from FOMO. Tip number one, do not compare. Show and tell. So, yan ang una ko talaga naaalala. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone is familiar with the term, but basically, it's a school activity that asks kids to bring something interesting to school and show it off to the class, then say something about it. So, more or less, pataasan ang ihi contest for kids. 
You know, I never experienced show and tell in grade school. Uh-huh. Back in preschool, yeah. Because our <laughs> school's motto was Advareta Temper, Careta Tem, which basically means seeking uh, truth through charity. So, bawal sa amin yun. Oh, <laughs> you can't show off. Sayang. Anyway, uh, ako na lang. Ako na lang yung mag-share sa kwento na to. Anyway, back then, uh, kids would bring consoles like the Game Boy, uh, action figures of Power Rangers, or even power pens. Google nyo na lang yun, kundi nyo alam ano yun. <laughs> and these toys were basically presented to my class, and we would all be in awe with all of the stuff being shown. I remember feeling jealous of some of the toys that were brought, uh, but since it's a once-a-year event, uh, not being able to own those toys didn't really nag me at the back of my mind when I was a kid. Uh, nowadays, when I open any of my social media, all the stuff that other people have just blasts straight through my feed. Uh, new phone, new car... Uh, still, new toys, uh, new whatever. And it just comes to a point that some of us would start to feel the need to also own those things because other people have them. Wait, yung iba, may nalalaman pang caption na posting not to brag but to inspire. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me point this out. But that is like starting a statement with, oh, I don't mean to be offensive, then proceeding to say something offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to post something, show it off. It's your account, your life. And more often than not, deserve mo naman talaga yung pinagmamalaki mo. Let's be honest. But when you preface it with the phrase, not to brag, but to inspire, it kind of makes it seem that you are bragging. And you think saying that is an automatic excuse so people can't say that you are being bragging. Oh my god, I honestly couldn't count the instances when I've seen that online. And it just comes to a point na nakakasawa na kasi pare-pareho na lang na ganun ng start. Anyway, my point is, I know I could buy those things, but does owning or not owning them make me more or less of who I am right now? Uh, parang marikondo lang yan eh. Does it spark joy? Uh, if not, then why do I even have to waste my time and energy with comparisons? I don't feel left out of the loop for not having certain things, and I'm actually content with that. Yeah, but you see... That takes a certain point of self-awareness. And not mm-hmm. everyone is like that. I remember how I used to work with someone before who was a self-declared ingetera. Which what? is like, I don't know if really? that's something to commend her for, for being extra self-aware, or if it's a cry for help to tell her off. But <laughs> yeah, she usually just casually says, ingetera talaga ako. And it's like, she makes it seem that it's part of her personality. Okay. But anyway, she was really good friends with my friend. And there was an instance when my friend got a new MacBook. So she was like, Mari, ang ganda niya na. At ang hirap talaga maging Then the next week, she got herself one as well. I'm not even gonna question the buying and anything else. But for your trigger to be, Oh, this person has a new thing. I should buy one as well. That is hella problematic. And that's like just one of the things she has done. But anyway, that is my cuento from an observation. Mm-hmm. My personal experience with comparing myself to others would be the time when I was still so into collecting Funko Pops. So for those who follow my toy account or my personal account, you know how we sold all our Funko except for the four main lines mm-hmm. or sets that we mm-hmm. value. So that's like getting rid of almost 500 or so Pops. 500, yeah. And mm-hmm. if you paid attention to what I just said, 500 or so. Yes. Ang dami nun. 
it reached that point because there were even series or lines I collected for the sake of collecting just because I saw that most people were collecting them in our toy groups. I didn't even like some of them. Hell no, I didn't even know some of them. <laughs> like, for Star vs. the Forces of Evil, it's cute. Yeah, but true. I had the whole complete set and I just saw one season of that show and called it a day. <laughs> but I bought the whole set because... I wanted my collection to be as big as everyone else's who had varied lines to show off. Then I realized, man, keeping up with all that new releases is tiring, time-consuming, and, well, financially depleting. So I sold them all. <laughs> so, yeah. Ayun, lana. Ubus ang vanity collection. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the one I just mentioned isn't even, like, very relatable. Of course, there were also times when FOMO kicked in because I haven't been able to try this new restaurant yet or I haven't been able to watch a movie or series, I you know, think, stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's the most re- uh, relatable one, diba. Right? Uh, watching a movie or a series because it's hyped and not because you actually like or want to watch it. Yeah, uh-uh. but in my case, ano ba ganun? an example of that? Oh, wait, Squid Game. May COVID siya. Really? Yeah, around September last year. <laughs> so, mago one year na pala mm-hmm. yung anniversary. <laughs> but anyway, I never watched a single episode of that show, even though a lot of people around me were talking about it so much, including you I and the rest of my family. Of mm-hmm. And it almost feels like I did watch it as well. You know, it's like sympathetic participation or living vicariously through someone else's experience. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I never felt left out even if I was like the only one who didn't get the references or understood the conversations. Probably because I was so disinterested that it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like you and Marvel films. Ayun, isa pa yun, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, for someone who read comic books and grew up in a household uh, full of nerdy sisters, she is like, I guess, the only person I know who doesn't give a shit about Marvel films. Thanks. <laughs> I don't. And I don't know. Probably because the MCU feels, uh, I don't know, I'm not gonna say anything because I'm gonna go way off topic. But <laughs> to be fair, if it weren't for you, I probably wouldn't have seen any of the Avengers or Captain America films. Oh, by the way, she hasn't seen any Iron Man film yet. Oh, thanks. <laughs> never. But yeah, never. Talaga. But you see, I think it's important to reach this type of, I don't know, indifference. I don't know if that's the right word to describe it. I think contentment is a better word. Ayun, contentment. (laughs) So you need to reach a point of contentment when it comes to certain things to avoid feeling FOMO. But, you know, I do believe social media has great influence over intensifying FOMO. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've even read an article... Well, it's more of a research, actually. And uh, it suggests that people who experience FOMO are more likely to value social media. And it also suggests that FOMO is what actually makes social media platforms so successful. Well, I have to agree. Because I swear, social media just provides the perfect tools to highlight fabricated, exaggerated, and... Sometimes even falsified representations mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. lifestyle and a lot of things. True. Which makes it easier for people to envy others. I mean, in this day and age, it's not just about content creation anymore, but content curation as well. Mm-hmm. That's why you really can't blame people for comparing themselves to others, most especially influencers and celebrities. Right. Uh, most people should reach a point of awareness where they realize that influencers and celebrities on social media aren't perfect. 
they are just normal people like us. Yeah, don't give in to that. Don't compare. You are feeding the FOMO monster whenever you make yourself believe that you should have the same things that other people have or experience the same things other people are doing. Yeah. Uh, whenever you do compare yourself with anyone, you start to entertain feelings of lower self-worth or self-esteem because you start to believe that other people are seemingly having better life experiences than you. Right. And this can result in a vicious cycle where you will just continue to compare yourself and feel that you are missing out. It may be easier said than done, but to avoid feeling FOMO, you shouldn't fixate on others' accomplishments or experiences. Because really, you only see the surface of it all, which is, well, the posts you see online. Mm -hmm. So focus instead on your own goals and achievements. And I guess that's it for tip number one, do not compare. Next is tip number two, do not always go with the flow. So to go with the flow is to basically let things happen naturally. But going with the flow has negative effects as well. Uh, something that I started to notice back in college. For instance, when one of my classmates would call out for a drinking session or inuman, uh, a lot of people would just simply say yes and join the party. I never really liked drinking, so it was a bit easy for me to steer clear of such social meetups. And from that experience, I learned how not to follow the crowd and realized that I'm not always obliged to do anything just for the sake of doing it. It's okay to not like what everyone else likes. It doesn't make anyone a lesser human being, and it also helps establish personal identity. I'm not saying that going with the flow is always bad, but trying to like something that's way out of your interest just to fit in is not always a good thing. Yeah, and the saying go with the flow actually means to follow the majority rather than try to control it. Which can sometimes be good, but like Herwin said, it can sometimes be bad as well. Okay, so one really bad experience I had with going with the flow was back in grade school and high school. So I know I've mentioned this before, but I spent 10 years in an exclusive Catholic schoolgirl setting. Mm -hmm. And the Catholic part really makes it sound worse because one would think that we would know better. Anyway, I had a batchmate. And I never really knew the reason why people treated her that way, or when, or how it started. But my batchmates just shunned her and excluded her in a lot of things. You know, yung mga petty but really hurtful things when you would think about it. Yung walang kagroup, pag-groupings, pag, -groupings, mm -hmm. pag kanya, germs daw, tas oh, sa iba, tas ikaw that. naman yung pandidirian. Mga nakakainis na bagay that kids and teens did. And the thing is, hindi ako pwede maghugas kamay because I was part of the problem. Although I didn't actively participate in making fun of her or outright showing disgust and all, I never really did anything to speak against it. It was outright blatant bullying, yet I was a silent participant by letting it happen and not doing anything about it. I went with the flow because the FOMO always kicked in. Mm -hmm. Morally, I know what we were all doing was wrong, and of course, I thought about it, but 
back then, I was thinking that if I did something about it, baka ako naman yung ganunin. And that was scary for any prepubescent human. It was a fight or flight scenario mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. young brain, in my small head. <laughs> and I needed to survive. And, you know, I don't have to drop names or anything, but to that batchmate, I'm really, really sorry you had to go through all that. You know, there would be times when my grade school and high school friends and I would talk about it and why it happened. And then I realized that that's the thing about mistakes. Mistakes were done in the past. We can't, we can talk about them all we want, but realistically, we can't do anything about them anymore. We just have to learn from them and do our best to be a better person than we were before. To be fair, I don't really think it's just you who had an experience like that. It's not unique because I'm pretty sure we have all gone through that. Uh, kami rin ginawa namin yun sa isang classmate actually. Um, <laughs> mga gagong bata lang talaga tayo. Yeah. At hindi ako silent participant like you. Oh, gago ka pala talaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I was the problem. I was part of the problem and I'm really, really sorry for that as well. So, those were really bad examples of going with the flow kahit alam natin na mali. Uh, not saying anything and just going with the flow with the fear that we might be the ones ostracized or excluded when we go against it still makes us a part of the problem. And unfortunately, it happens everywhere. Uh, at school, at work, at family gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, I hope you learn from our experiences that Sometimes you really have to learn how to navigate your moral compass to make the right decisions whether or not to go with the flow. Mm-mm. And that's it for tip number two. Do not always go with the flow. Next is tip number three. Do not focus on the losses. Focus on your personal gains. To start this tip, I believe we should keep in mind that just because we are missing out on certain experiences doesn't mean that we are not gaining anything. Uh, for me, one of the current and most popular trends in gaming is Genshin Impact. And two years after its release, I don't regret not trying it out. My brothers and my sister-in-law are playing it and they more or less talk about it on a daily basis in our GC. And to be honest, I don't understand a single thing about it. And for me... It's not that big of a loss since it's not really my thing. And my mindset for that is since I don't play Genshin, I can allot my time to different things that I I would actually enjoy. I would focus more on what I can do rather than force myself to catch up on something that doesn't really fit my interest and wouldn't really make me happy. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess the point is to focus on the good instead of the bad. Like our tip for our episode about how not to be consumed by things you can't control. Focus on what you can control or have access to instead of thinking of the things you can't do, experience, or achieve at the moment. Again, it's all about redirecting your mindset. Right, because for all we know, things aren't really what they seem. Uh, for example, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> uh, you always see someone who buys all the latest gadgets, always eats out, and goes to the most hyped places and travels all the time. We only see the part where they are having fun. Baka naman may naitatabi or may naiipon pa pala. Uh, but 
for all we know, mamaya everything was paid pala using a credit card. Tapos baon na pala sa utang yung mga yan. Pero naiingit pa tayo because we don't know those things. Social media facade lang pala yung posts. And di naman na, mag- talaga maganda yun. Yeah, that's why it's really better to not compare nor compete with someone else's achievements or experiences. Better to just really focus on your own goals and the things you have. And not the things you lack. And I guess that's it for tip number three. Do not focus on the losses. Focus on your personal gains. Moving on to tip number four. Do not be afraid of social media detox. I don't know if I've told you this, but it's only really recently when I fully understood what an influencer does. Mm, No, no, you haven't. (laughs) So let me ask you this. How would you, in your own words, describe an influencer? Uh, so, based on what I know, they're basically people who have a lot of followers. Uh-huh. Uh, celebrities, by default, are influencers. But anyone can be one as well. Uh, it doesn't matter if someone is a nobody. As long as someone has reached a certain target audience and has amassed a number of following... The amount of followers stand as some sort of proof of credibility. Therefore, it allows them to have this impact on other people. You know, that's actually a very good definition. Yo. So, in short, an influencer is someone who basically has the ability to influence or has the power to persuade other people to be potential buyers of a product or a service, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. That's like a really, really tame way to describe what they do. But in reality, when you really come to think of it, companies use celebrities and influencers as the ultimate weapons to spread and fuel the feelings of FOMO. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it starts with this mindset that if famous people I look up to or admire or idolize use this product or this service, that must be really good because they believe in it. Mm -hmm. So I have to use it as well. I have to get this as well. I have to experience this as well, right? Yes. Nabi build yung ganung mm-hmm. mindset. True. Uh, social media overall really created a lot of things we never expected. Like back then, I would have never imagined anyone being able to earn just by documenting the way they live. Like lifestyle vlogging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with a lot of trends being started thanks to social media, things can really start to feel overwhelming and one may feel that they're not able to keep up, therefore ending up feeling left out. Yeah. And I just want to shoot this out. I really do believe that the root of all our FOMO in this day and age (laughs) really just stems from our use of social media. It has simply become a part of our everyday lives that it has become an unavoidable routine and maybe even an addiction. Uh huh. Actually, the funny thing about us, I just noticed, as in you and Mia, mm-hmm. is that we do use social media. So we post a story here and there, but we're not really the type to like scroll through feeds or check posts and stories. True, true. Sometimes I actually just post a story of something I did or. I reshare a meme of another dog, and then I forget about it. Mm-hmm. Usually, sobrang huli tayo sa news about trends and other things. So true. And we only find out about them through GCs or kwento. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Kanya-kanyang preference lang naman talaga yan when it comes to how long one spends their time on social media. But the point is, sometimes, it is a really good idea to take a break from it and to do a social media cleanse. Right. We're not saying you shouldn't use it, because like I said, it has become a part of our lives already. 
Uh, all we're saying is that we should take the time to pause social media engagement and use the time on other more important things. Yeah, take a break lang. The truth is, social media isn't entirely bad or evil. But when you start to rely on it for happiness and satisfaction, that's really when it becomes a problem. And taking a break from social media is sometimes the greatest remedy. Mm-hmm. Sure, we would be missing out from certain things, but... Sometimes, purging the triggers of FOMO can help us stay focused on the things that matter more. Uh, personal growth, spending more time with the people we love, uh, giving a little bit more attention to our pets, and a whole lot more. Yeah, stepping back from social media once in a while really helps dial down anxiety and FOMO. And that's it for tip number four. Do not be afraid of social media detox. Moving on to our short and final tip, tip number five. Do not forget to be grateful. Remember that when you practice mindfulness and gratitude for the things you have, it actually makes it harder for you to feel dissatisfied and inadequate, right? Mm -hmm. Mainly because it makes you realize that your life is already full of great things. Mm -hmm. And when one has a life full of great things, a sense of contentment is reached which makes it easier to combat the feelings of being left out. And that's it for our final tip. Tip number five, do not forget to be grateful. If you come to think of it, FOMO is an emotion that is driven by thoughts, and sometimes we really find ourselves constantly comparing ourselves to people around us, and that can lead to some pretty tough feelings. Yeah, that's why it's important to remember that experiencing FOMO to some degree from time to time is normal. You don't have to be ashamed of feeling that way, as your feelings are of course valid. Again, FOMO is normal. However, understanding it and finding positive ways to deal with it can help you become happier with your own life without drowning in worry and getting wrapped up in fear that you might be missing out on what everyone else is doing. Right. So before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to suffer from FOMO. Tip number one, do not compare. Tip number two, do not always go with the flow. Tip number three, do not focus on the losses, focus on your personal gains. Tip number four, do not be afraid of social media detox. And finally, tip number five, do not forget to be grateful. We do hope you learned something from this episode. And reminding everyone that our podversary is in two weeks. Yay! Uh, as mentioned previously, the topic for our podversary episode will be about memories. Yeah, that's why we are giving away things that will help you make memories. Like a brand new paper rank printer, a reusable film camera, and a scrapbooking kit. So stay tuned. The Podversary giveaway will be open to new and veteran listeners. See you next week when we talk about the pains and gains of socialization. And listen to us tell you how not to have a weak social battery. AD out! Bye! Music by Joshua Benzon. Produced by Herwin D and ADD and Taco.